What's up, Garageaholics? It's Jelly. Tsunami. Coming at you from the garage. Notice that we are decked out in our Legends jerseys. They came in. All Hustle represented real well with this. I know a lot of you guys got them over the weekend. I sent some down to Nashville with Tsunami. Um, a lot of you guys picked them up in Niles at the Snowball Tournament. But that box right back there, we're going to sort through them before we get out of here today. We got a bunch more to go through. Um, so been a while since we posted but we've been busy like i said season started already we both got in competition for the first time um we'll talk to you about that a little bit later but want to lead off quick hitters like normal uh welcome to mlb ken griffey jr uh just got named i wrote that or i didn't write it down special he's, advisor, he's to, the advisor commissioner. to the commissioner mlb commissioner basically i looked up what his role is going to be and his job is to bring kids back getting excited about baseball um I know we've talked about it in podcasts before. I had swingman cleats. Yeah. I'm left-handed. I tried to swing like Ken Griffey Jr. all the time. My favorite player? Yeah, he, I mean, he's just nasty. Um, worth hat backwards. Yeah, cool on the other side of pillow. Like, he was awesome. He got to play with his dad. I mean, that's every yeah. kid's dream. They're in the same lineup. They hit back-to-back yeah. -back home runs. Um, my question with this, though, is it's, is it too little too late, you know, uh, to try to get kids back into baseball? Because baseball is dying. Yeah, you know, I mean, baseball is one of those sports that, um, I mean, we see it in the softball community, too, because softball is kind of dying, too, to some degree, so, and baseball is one of those sports that is, is it still the American pastime? I, I would say probably not. Football's kind of taken over. Well, pastime, I think, is a great word, because it does, it passes a lot of time. It does, it passes a lot of <laughs> it's time. It's boring. 55 seconds out of every minute, there's no action in a baseball game. You know that? And I think that, yeah, 55 seconds out of every minute, exactly. And I think that, you know... Yes, it's probably a little too late because a lot of the kids in this era, they know who Griffey is just like they know who Michael Jordan is, but they don't have any memories. Yeah, and that was that was my other question. Like, is he the right guy to do it? I think he's the right guy. I think this needs to be – and I know major league players got a lot on their plates. They play a lot of games. They do a lot of travel. There's a lot of stuff. But I think the ambassador needs to somebody, be somebody that's in the now. Like Mike you're, Trout. You're Mike Trout, you're yeah. Bryce Harper, you're, you know, somebody that kids are going to gravitate the towards. from the Padres. Yeah, Tatis, those guys. Be, right. uh, Acuna from the Braves. Um, guys like that because Griffey would have been a great ambassador for youth baseball when we were kids. Yeah, or, you know? or 10 years ago. Even right when after we retirement. Kids anymore, but right after retirement. Yeah, catch him. But I think they missed the window with him because, like you said, there's no real connection there. Like, right. The guys in the league now, those guys we just named off, Trout, Tatis, all those guys, they'll go to Ken Griffey and say, hey, you were my hero, you know, right, or stuff right, like that. Right. Uh, but I just I just don't think it's there. And I'd love to see it. I'd love to see Griff back in the game in any yeah. capacity. Yeah. I mean, just like the rest of us, he's put on some pounds. He's looking thick. Oh, yeah, he looked like he had a couple four yeah. chaps. Um, he needs to get on that new Genix plan with Frank Thomas. I mean, Speaking of pounds <laughs> lost, I don't know if you guys can tell on camera, but Tsunami and Jelly, look at the face structure. Look at the way. It could be the black, but I'm, I'm going. Hey, there's a lot of black and pinstripes in the Warriors family this year. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> That's but a design purpose. I'm down 18, and where are you down? Uh, well, I was down 14 in a week, so I don't know, probably 15 around. About, about the same. So two weeks for me, 18, 14 in a week for him. So yeah. by, we might be slim thick by the time this pot is over. 32 pounds, and I didn't even take the field this weekend. I probably should have. Uh, we'll get into that result, though. Um, I do want to touch on Tom Brady uh, out there breaking records. This stat really breaks my heart. Uh, do you know that it's more likely, I shared this with that, actually with a group, 
It's more likely for Tom Brady to make a Super Bowl than it is for Steph Curry to make a three-pointer. You did tell me that. That's you told dis- me that privately. Actually. Disgusting. Like, and Steph's one of my favorite players, and probably the guy in you le- in the league right now, one of the top two or three that you picked to make a three-pointer. Right. But it, you got a better chance of Tom Brady making the Super Bowl. I mean, he's going for number ten, going into number ten. Um, it's pretty undisputed at this point, you know. Yeah. He's the goat. He's the. I mean. At he, that position. He's yeah. The yeah. Just. I mean, he's the best winner, I guess, if yeah. you want to put it that way. I mean, talent-wise, he's never been the best. Right. No, um, he runs like a 5-4-5 five, five or something. Yeah. It's if, a slow 40. I mean. You guys want to look it up, look up uh, Tom Brady's combine picture. It's it's ho- kind of hilarious. He looks like the nerd from, like, sixth grade who everybody yeah. made fun of that was going nowhere that's now in the NFL winning Hey, Staples. Mac Jones, there's hope for you yet because yeah. we saw you with your shirt off. <laughs> um, but yeah, his he just broke another record. Uh, most jerseys sold the week of the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, you cannot get a black Brady jersey on Fanatics uh, men's. They're sold out every size, and the white women's jerseys are sold out. And I'm sure the other ones won't be too far behind. Uh, the white ones should probably sell out next because they they're playing at home, but they're wearing the white uniforms. Uh, they wore they've been on the road. They've been road warriors the entire time. Um, so they're going to wear the whites, and right. Kansas City's going to wear the reds. Um, but I think that's staple. Like, it's not a, you know, people get into that. Well, they're home. they got to follow the rules. I feel like that's staple, uh, Kansas City, the red, and then the white for the Buccaneers. You yeah. Know what I mean? so. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I think they should have worn the blacks and told them to fuck off. But <laughs> Yeah, but it's staple. Those black jerseys are sick. They, they, are. The, they the, are. The Buccaneers' black jerseys are nasty. Um other news, and I can't believe that I didn't put this down to bring up. Um, thank you, Matthew Stafford, for the sentence that you served in the city of Detroit. Right. Um, we got back Jared Goff, which I'm not happy about. I was I, about to ask that question. Jared Goff is overpaid and under-talented, in my opinion. Maybe he needs a change of scenery. I don't know. I think they paid him too early, and now we're stuck with it. Um, but I do like two number ones and a number three that we yes, got back. Yes. The the Rams have not drafted in the first round since they drafted Goff. Goff, yeah. That's disgusting. Like, And they were talking on the radio. They were joking. They are like, what's Deshaun Watson going to get? Are you going to have to start giving up, like, the 2030 first round pick, 2029? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Like, um, I don't know. But Matthew Stafford, I hope you run it up. I will be paying a lot more attention to the Rams. Um I don't like their jerseys. I don't like the, anything about them. Yeah, that yellow is. It's, yeah, that new redo is terrible. That's you need horrible. to go back to the the blue and gold for the Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk, or even the blue right. and white, the Deacon Jones, the right. real old ones. But yellow is not good. I just don't feel that you guys made the right choice. I, I think you lost a better quarterback. Honestly, I mean, oh well, he a was... lot of people won't say that Matthew Stafford's worth anything because of his wins but as you're talking about a guy who shows up broken legs broken yeah. arms broken shoulders oh i'm gonna miss him for sure we definitely downgraded a quarterback but if we can pick up two ones and a three what, I mean, what year were those draft picks next year next year and the year behind okay, yeah like because okay. they didn't have one this year they gave up in the jalen ramsey trade right so we got the three this year and we got a one next year and the one after so i mean Jared Goff, and, I mean, hopefully you can do something. I don't know. You couldn't do anything with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and right. Everett and Higby and those guys. And now he has and, the worst line, too. His yeah. line's not as strong I mean, as the Rams. And I don't think he's tough enough to stick up with Motor City Dan Campbell. 
Like, Motor City Dan. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, yeah. Every oh, time we got to do it. Got to Matt Stafford was a Motor City Dan Campbell guy. I think. Yeah. I think his attitude would work. Right. We need. We need a pit bull. I. I think at number seven, if we can still snag Zach Wilson, I'll take right. it. If we can somehow snag Devontae Smith, I'm not gonna be mad at it. No. But Ooh, I don't know. Throw a dart. We need every position. It's. A, we're not gonna fix it in one draft. And then the last thing, if you guys can't see, it's not zoomed in. This is some vintage up here. The most exciting of the quick hitters, NCAA football made an announcement, and it came from Adam Schefter, which is probably the most reliable sports in all of football. NCAA football is coming back. It's back. Next-gen next gen cons, uh, consoles only, so I guess i got to speed up getting that PS5. Right. Um, it's weird how tides change because I was just on the hunt for a PS3. You wound up with an Xbox 360 so I could play NCAA football again. Um, but i got to get it. Um, so I got a national championship game playing back here. Texas, Alabama, that's from this season. Uh, Alabama obviously won. What I was shocked by, there were 41 guys that made it to the league in this game. 41. Just think about who was on this Alabama team. Uh, Julio Jones, Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson, uh, Dre Kirkpatrick, Donta Hightower, uh, Mount Cody, that guy was like 340 pounds, played D-tackle. Uh, on the Texas side, you got, I mean, Justin Tucker's probably the most successful person that came off that right. team. But Earl Thomas was on that team. Colt McCoy was on that team. It's just disgusting how much talent was in this game. Alabama did win it, but uh, looks like Texas is getting a run for their money. We're only in the second quarter. Texas up 17-10. Yeah. Got the simulation running. It's just, you know, I mean, for our age group, this was the premier competition when it came to video games now nowadays it's call of duty it's this it's that it's fortnite or whatever that animated thing is hey i play fortnite don't hate on it um but this was like top like if you were a cool kid it was like hey you play ncaa football oh yeah and that's the man yeah let's get it on you know so this is gonna be sick like this is gonna bring back childhood again Uh, and that's back when uh online play was free Mm -hmm. and we ran i mean Actually, my buddy Eric just messaged me this. He said, you better have some NCAA football content, and I got it in here. I will give credit to Eric. Uh, we played online dynasties all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Logan Thomas, That the year that we played, Logan Thomas was on Virginia Tech, and he was listed as a tight end. Eric did enough scouting in the game to find out that he had arm power and everything and moved into quarterback, which is what Virginia Tech wound up doing the next season. Yeah. I was like, oh, look, Nostradamus, but... We run dynasties, do all the recruiting, everything. It it's so much better than Madden, and even the 2010 graphics are solid. Yeah, it, they didn't change much, but 2010, I'd rather play ooh, this ooh, ooh, than ooh, ooh. 2021 Madden that I got in there, and I just sit out here in the garage and play this now. So yeah, um, welcome back NCAA Ed O'Bannon. You can still suck a dick. I'm so tired that he ruined everything. You know image and likeness and i think all the players wound up getting like three dollars and 27 cents because of the lawsuit or whatever congratulations you won killed everything else for everybody else but um yeah that's that so getting into the meat of the podcast we're going to talk about obviously super bowl sunday coming up um and uh but we want to lead off with softball we did get back into competition uh tsunami i'll let you go first because yours is actually a sanctioned tournament tell them what you did how you guys did I know the result wound up a little washed out, literally. But literally. So, yeah, Punishers, we went to um, Nashville, Tennessee uh, at the Cambridge Park down there and then at the Volunteer Park uh, in 
Samara, I think is what they Smyrna, call it. Smyrna, I think. Smyrna, Smyrna Tennessee. I don't know. They, they Following the bracket, it was all over the place. Yeah, they played an E-tournament. Like you said, it got washed out. Um, I mean, we played really well. I mean, we, we literally were beating teams down so bad within the first two innings that they were like, you guys should be a C team. But then... Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. They, we did announce that they were going to be playing C. You guys lost one player, right? Now you're playing D. We're playing D, yeah. We're playing C for ASA. So, um, but then we ran out of home runs. And that became a little bit of a problem for us. Um, you know, in our level, if you hit home runs outside of the home runs, you're allotted, which is three, and a designated home run hitter, they become inning, inning outs. Well, one game to sum up how crazy this was, um, we hit three inning, inning outs, back to back to back to back innings with zero outs, one out, and zero outs. So we left a lot of runs on the table there. Um, we were beating a team 22 to two or 19 to two, sorry, and um, yeah, they came back and beat us. So we still made it to Sunday, but it got washed out. Rain, uh, rain happens. Anybody who was in the losers bracket didn't actually get to play Sunday, but shout out to, to uh, Premier from New York. They ended up winning the whole tournament. Hey, and shout out All Hustle. Uh, the All Hustle team finished second. Yeah, uh, that was E though. The Indiana team or oh, the e All Hustle, yeah, E and D. They both finished second. Yeah. Right. So, um, shout out to them. And then uh, it went to a one pitch, which basically means ball or strike. So, if it's a strike, you got to hit it or you strike out. If it's a ball, you walk. You walk. And it was a five inning game, 50 minute time limit. So, the rules had to get changed up. I mean, you got to do that. You had, they had 33 teams and a three game guarantee. Right. It, it, there are 72 potential games in that tournament right. or something like that. And when so. you lose a whole night of getting rained out, I mean, it's a turn. You guys know I run tournaments. We, I mean, look at what I did with Rich's tournament when we lost one field because of weather. Pushed us way behind. Got done at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And that was only 18 teams, so. Right. So, I mean, overall, I think we got a really bright, bright season ahead of us. Um, we are tough. I mean, there's not very many holes. Um, hey. We all hit it good, and that's the biggest thing. Our defense is, uh, I'd say, if you had to get A plus to F rating, I'd say we're probably about a A minus defensively and an A A plus hitting wise for our level. Um, but you know, we'll see. I mean, it's it's a long season. We got the Mojo coming up on the 28th of March. That's one of the biggest tournaments of the year. I think there's 115 teams in our division. That's a big one. Um, so that's going to be huge. That's really going to let you know where you stand. But we got to figure out how to hit the single by well by March. That's, yeah, let's get into my review of your weekend. Um, I obviously wasn't there, so I can't be too critical. But um, And not to cut you off, we were missing one of our best players, TK, Tim Croder, shortstop. Um, His last name's Kodecker, but... Kodecker, we were missing him. We just call him TK. TK, yeah. Yeah, he was here uh, getting very, very irritated about the updates, and I don't blame him. So my review, obviously, I wasn't there. Uh, I'm not on that team, but I think you guys got a selfish problem. I think you have a breakdown problem. Um, if you think you're a C team... You guys should have the discipline to not hit the ball out of the park. Um, we think, didn't say we were a C team. The other teams that we were beating down. No, but I mean, you're one player away from being a C team, so you are a C team playing in a B level, or D level. D, so two D pluses and one C. Yeah. So, but I mean, when Justin you get, myself, when you get D that can, when you get that far, I mean, I I told you what would happen. I mean, I would have fucking lost my mind. Yeah. If if we give up seventeen, <laughs> we were talking about it. Jay and I were talking about it when we found out. And we decided, yeah, we're doing calisthenics and running sprints. We're not leaving the park. Down right. 17. We're going old school, two-a-days practice style. Like, I mean, and we've all been there, but that 
to go back to back, there's no excuse for it. That just right. absolutely, there's no excuse for it. Just break down. Especially because the home runs that we hit weren't three run and four run home runs. And there were like, no outs. Like there were two home run, two run, one run. There's situations where you good. shouldn't be swinging for the fence anyway. Right, you, know? you should be hitting the ball through the middle now, unless there's a guy on first. The only second. thing I'll give you is it was cold. I mean, Justin Price, I, I know you'll probably watch this, and I'm not hating on you, but I've never seen you hit a ball to the fence ever, and you hit a home run your first at bat in our tournament. Killed it. Now, you guys were probably, was 50, 60 degrees down there? Yeah, 50, 55 was the highest, and the first day we played, it's about 39, yeah, it was, 40. It was 25 here. We were hitting rocks out. Um, right. So, but... Hey, good start to the season. You guys got a couple wins on your belt. It's the first time you guys have played together as a unit with this new lineup, so things will shift, I just think. Um, and like I said, it's not my team, so I have no place. But as an outside observer, somebody's got to get in your ear and say, cut it out. Oh, the, our coach, sponsor, he was pissed. I mean, the team that we – the other the other team that we did beat down, we were we beat him by 15 in three innings. But uh, overall, he was he was not happy. Yeah, I will. Justin was not happy, and I and I and like he I has no re- you, he has no reason to be happy. <laughs> no, no, and you know he like he said we have fourteen starters, and obviously fourteen people can't play, but we have fourteen starters, and with fourteen starters, somebody should figure it out. Yeah, period. I mean it's a good problem to have, but somebody needs to figure it out. No, it's not a good problem to have. Well, that's that's a cancer. Well, the fourteen starters is what you're saying. Yeah, is a good the fourteen problem to have? starters yeah. is a the good mental problem to have. the mental midget problem is the bad problem no, you guys have right now. Um. And if you guys didn't fix it, because I heard it, you guys lost another big lead, right? Oh, yeah. both, both both games we yeah. lost, we were beating the shit out of the team. Yeah. And I mean, then the team that we were playing that got canceled when we were in the middle of the game, we were beating them down, and we had one home run left. Yeah. So had we hit that home run, we would have been right back in the same yeah. seat that we were in before. You guys should have been in our tournament. Uh, let's segue to that. We ran a snowball tournament. Uh, Jay and I, Jay put it on. I helped run the bracket and everything. Six teams is a good time. Um, we're idiots. It's, we, it was 20 degrees, and we're out there. Um, it was weird. It was three teams from the Central Time Zone, LaPorte, Michigan City, and then three teams from Eastern. Uh, I put our Warriors in it. Uh, Princess and I split up the Warriors a little bit, so we knew we would have enough. Uh, and then Boozen was in it, too. Shout out, Justin, you guys. Thanks for coming out. It was a blast. Um, we didn't do as well as we wanted either. Um, I'm going to be critical on us. The first game we did dime boozing. We came out. Um, we were first game of the day, 8.30. There was no wind, flat, cold, and we won 18-6, to six, uh, just hitting bombs left and right. Um, then we played again, and we got shut out, 18 to nothing, an underpitched slow hand softball. Um, it's pretty bad. It was rough. Play slow pitch. It was it was terrible. Usually one run comes on an error. Or and these guys were in sanction ball, and I can imagine how mad. I was pissed off in snowball. We're out there in an ice-covered field, and I'm not competing. And you guys know that I just run the team, but from a coach's perspective, I was not happy. And then uh, we lost 14-12 to 12 in our – well, we won another – we went 2-2. Two two. We, we lost a game – or won a game, and then we lost 14-12 to 12 on a comeback. Um we were on a rally, and then Elijah got some bad news in the middle of the game. I'm not blaming him, but head kind of wasn't in it. Popped up, killed our rally. But um, and then in the championship, Princess's team was three and zero, getting into uh, going to the championship, and um, got called for darkness. Um, it was just not safe to play. Uh, so 
Jay, I commend you for calling that tournament, not trying to push it through. Uh, would have been unfair. I was getting worried, and I wasn't even on the field for some of those guys' safety. Plus, everybody was a little bit drunk. Um, I mean, it was. We started at 8:30, and it was about six o'clock when we decided to call it. Uh, that being said, I think we're going to be running it back. I don't know for sure. Um, Jay will get the details out. I think he may have already contacted some teams, but we're going to run one again next month. Uh, well, this month it is February now. End of the month. Hopefully, it's a little bit warmer. Good luck to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Tsunami um, will not be in the building. We'll be out there. My whole team is back in. Um, we had a good time. Uh, and I want to give a shout-out. Uh, I don't give him enough credit. I kind of bust his balls a lot. Marky Conrad, I think he was the MVP of that snowball tournament. I think he wound up with 10 home runs total. Nice. Um, Mikey Namasak, shout-out to you, too. Uh, he's the only one that hit one into the ditch. Um, if you guys have ever been to Plym Park, there's two streets in between the park and the ditch. Uh, he did get aided. He did hit both streets. Like the old Tiger Wood shots where you could hit it off the cart path. Um, but he got one all the way into the gorge. Um, so that's softball. We got a few things coming down the pipe. I think uh, oh, we talked about it today. Uh, our co-ed team, well, not our co-ed team, but I am putting a co-ed team in uh, One Nation on March 14th down in Indianapolis. That should be a good time. That is an open tournament, so I get to be a little bit more flexible with my roster, and I'll be contacting you guys as to... Uh, who I want to play and that those things. Um, April 10th and 11th is gaining a lot of steam, you guys. Uh, we're up to the eight teams out of the 20 that I'm taking. Ten will guarantee that $1,000 to first place. I do have a ninth team that's uh, just got to let me know for sure that they can play. But I anticipate with uh, One Nation, ASA, NSA, those schedules are starting to come out. As those schedules come out, I anticipate that to fill up very quickly. I've added three teams in the last day. Um, so we're at eight teams already. Let's go. That's that Warriors tournament. We're going to be there. And then Shauna. That thousand is going to look real nice in a Warriors bank account. Come get it. Um, and then Shauna, uh, you guys that follow the pod, she's the sponsor of our co-ed team. Also the Punisher sponsor. Head one Savage. of the sponsors, Head Savage. Uh, she's throwing a cancer benefit in Napanee on April 25th. Yes. I believe on a Sunday. On a Sunday, uh, whatever that Sunday is, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, whatever it is. Uh, it's a D and E men's tournament. Um, try to keep it competitive. Doesn't want you know teams of ringers coming in there, but it's a raise. It's a benefit tournament. Um, and keep that on your calendar, man, because that is actually the money from that is going to a family in, with cancer in this area in Michiana. She's not giving it back to the cancer society. We all know that money goes to pay the the bills of you know the CEO. CPO bonuses and bonuses whatnot. things like that. We're giving it to a family. Well, she is, but when I say we're the softball family, the fam, the community is giving it to a local family battling cancer. So shout out to Shauna for you know doing that for somebody in need because that's huge. I mean, uh, too many families around here reach out to those communities, um, the cancer communities, cancer societies, and get little to no help. So yeah, and then. Um... Speaking of my tournament on the 10th, and also the, I don't want to overlook the women's tournament, but it's full, so there's not a whole lot to talk about. It's still at the 10 teams. I expect that to be a banger. Um, if you're interested and have experience umpiring, I do need umpires the weekend of the 10th and 11th. Um, the guys I normally use, you guys know, they're on my roster. So, I mean, Tsunami's on my roster. Even Tool in a pinch, he's on the roster. And then Jay, he's on the roster. So um, we won't be able to get away. We, we'll be able to do games, but in the – Spirit of competition, if I could get guys that aren't in the tournament 
I really appreciate it. Um, it does pay $20 cash a game. Just hit my inbox up. Uh, or if you know somebody that might be interested, I'll need umpires all day. It's it's gonna. I anticipate a full 20 teams, three-game guarantee over two days. So you can make a decent amount of money in a couple days, yeah. uh, all cash, tax-free. Come get that dub. Um, so that's good. Uh, let's get to the Super Bowl. I haven't had a chance to look up the lines. A uh, little bit of a scare with a barber today. Yeah. Uh, 20 people supposedly exposed. Poor guy that's playing center for the Chiefs got pulled out mid-cut. Uh, so I hope they hope they fixed him up. But uh, we're on the home stretch. We have until Sunday to get there. Um, and I, I was wondering if this would be an issue. Like, will they move the Super Bowl or will they play it with, like, second string? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl, I think they move that. I don't know. I, I don't think that they I, – I think because viewers and, and – Well, people are going to watch it anyway. Yeah, true. There's only 22,000 people going to be in the stadium anyway. They got 7,500 frontline workers that got that Sunday that they're yeah. not working. Like, it's a lot logistically to move the Super Bowl. It it's, it, you're not moving a game from Sunday to Wednesday like they did during the regular season. Right. I mean, oh, that's a toughie, man. I, that's, you know, this whole COVID thing, and it's funny that now that Biden's our president, it's in the yellow in most places. I think that's just hilarious. Yeah. But we won't get political on you guys. But you can probably I to- tell we don't. I told you it was going. It was going to end. Yeah, so, I mean, it's crazy, right? But, um, you know, I I don't know. I'm going to look up the line right now. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I just don't feel like the teams will settle for playing with their second string. But it's not up to them. I mean, it's it's, it's up to Goodell and the NFL. I think think it matters what position. Like if if Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes Mahomes catches COVID, all of a sudden we're catching a reschedule. Right. (laughs) Because they wanted to reschedule for Mahomes hurting his, his ankle. His neck, you mean? It, well, oh, and his foot. Yeah, his toe. They said it was his foot, but, I mean, yes. They wanted to reschedule for that. I mean, so. Let's see. DraftKings, which is, you guys know, we use for our lines. It's, what, Wednesday now. This line shouldn't change too much by Sunday. Kansas City favored by three over under 55 and a half. Okay. I would go, I would go with the over. I, I think that, so my predicted score I already told someone was uh, 35-28 Chiefs. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that's way more than the by three, but... Yeah. I I think the Chiefs win. I think... And, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a one-point game, so with the Chiefs win, I don't think it's a two-point game. Field goal game, I don't think so either. I think they cover. Yeah. I think maybe... I think the line should be probably closer to seven. Maybe they're giving Tampa Bay a bump because they are playing at home. I mean, still going to be neutral. And I want to bring that up, too. Like, are they going to let them fire off the cannon and do the boat and all that down in Raymond James? Like, do they get the full home field advantage? advantage. I I would say no. I mean, they're not a home team. I mean, technically speaking. That'd be crazy. I'd be so pissed off if I was a Chiefs fan and they let that happen. Like, I think the biggest thing for me and why I say – the Chiefs win, and I've been saying this on the pod the whole time. Because they're the best team in the league. Well, they are <laughs> the best team in the league, but because they're that Ferrari, like we always talk about, that have just went out for like a Sunday cruise. Like they literally have laid off the gas on everybody and just done enough to win. Yeah. And then they're gonna explode. Like they're gonna show us how much better. But here, I, I just don't think they can do that with Tom Brady. I think, no, no, no. I don't think they will. I think they're gonna come out full force. Nah, they never sh- do. 
Ah, you think they're gonna they lag spot, behind and just... They spot everybody points. It's like, they do. It's they like do. they just take for it. They're like, okay, you guys got 14, you got 20. Oh, that's cute. Now we have 35. Right. <laughs> Whoops. Right. There went Tyreek. Right. Like, catch it. That's interesting. I forgot to bring that up. Who's faster, Tyreek Hill or Scotty Miller? Scotty Miller Scotty said he guarantees in a foot race he would smoke Tyreek Hill. Well, Scotty... He ran a 4-3-9, or a 4, yeah. I'm going to put this guy like this, okay? In three receptions and against two both AFC Championship games and then the Tampa Bay game, Tyreek has over 300 yards in, like, like in those... Run, two, yeah. Rushing, Just running, yeah. In those consecutive games. So, until you do that, Scotty, I don't really care who's faster. But, I mean... I don't know. I, you'd have to line him up. I mean, yeah. Tyreek is a bad dude. Yeah. Especially his size, too. He's he's like Steve Smith's size. You know, he's yeah. a little dude. He's not Scotty, big. Scotty Miller's a little dude, too, but I just I couldn't bet against Tyreek. Yeah. I, I mean. I don't think that's a safe bet. They do say, though, uh, in practice, they're like, don't sleep on the white guy. Right. Don't sleep on the white guy. Which, I mean, that's just funny. But on Dan Patrick, I heard the interview. I was actually uh, in the car, and... No hesitation, no lack of confidence in his mind. He said he win every time. Yeah. Scotty Miller, and, but you got to have that dog said, in you. He said Scotty would win every time. No, Scotty Miller said I oh, will yeah. win every oh, time. Yeah. He did say that. He did say like, I, I guess I like that confidence. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, the, the confidence I mean, is there. Ask uh, Ask Kevin King how fast Scotty right. <laughs> Scotty Miller is. But I, I think that you know Tyreek is on pace to be the eighth Super Bowl wide receiver MVP. I mean, if he does what he's done the last two games plus against Tampa Bay this year, I mean, that's hard to compete There's with. There's a, a lot of weird comparisons and a lot of weird stats in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, I love that there's two weeks between the AFC Championship and the right. Super Bowl because it gives ESPN, all these people, researchers, they get so bored and they come out and stuff. But one thing I didn't know, did you know that Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski are only months apart in age? No, I thought that Rob was a way older than yeah. Travis Kelsey. No, they're both 32. Really? Kelsey yeah. looks like he's a young 26 or 27. He's always in the middle of his prime, and Rob Gronkowski is held together with duct tape and braces. Well, that's also because Rob drinks more bush light than, than me. Yeah. And that's tough. And that's saying something. I mean, actually, I'm three weeks, no beer. Uh, we'll take it. Um, but, I mean, he is that party boy yeah. been put through. But he, they, uh, him and Tom Brady also, if this is a good trivia question. I'm going to see if you can get it. I gave you one of them. Three best or three most wide receiver to receiver or wide receiver quarterback, not wide receiver, pass catcher. Okay. Uh, quarterback combinations, touchdowns in the playoffs. In the playoffs? Oh, I thought you were gonna say all time. Uh, I'll tell you that Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski and, and Tom Brady are tied for first with okay. twelve. Man. See, cause I was gonna say Phillip Rivers and Antonio Gates. Nope. But they're not they're not playoff contenders that often. So. They, get to, they get to the wild card game. Yeah. Um, man. Okay, so we got Tom and Rob. And it's all time. All time. Super Bowl era. Super Bowl era. Uh, I'm going to go Rob and Tom. And then I'm going to go Jerry and Steve. No? You're half right. Jerry and Montana? Jerry right? and Joe. Okay, Jerry They're and tied Joe. with... Okay. Tom and Rob with okay. 12. I saw that. I saw that. But I didn't know which quarterback of the two. Um, and then... Uh, you won't get the third one. Is it not? like? I wouldn't have got it. Um, i trying to think of teams that have just made the playoffs consistently. Um, 
I I'll tell you what I'll tell you what's wrong and who I said I said Peyton and Marvin. See, I was thinking Peyton and, and Marvin I was wrong. originally. Um, Peyton and Reggie is also not right. Peyton no, is not right. I didn't. I'll Peyton. take Peyton's out. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Heinz Ward and Ben. Ooh, that was good. No. No. Brett Favre and Antonio Freeman. Really? Ten. I would have never guessed Brett Favre. Now, Brett's been to the playoffs a ton. but When he said Brett Favre, I didn't even think. I forgot all of I went with, like, James Jones or. Right. Um, I mean, he's more of an Aaron guy, but he was transitional with both. Or Donald Driver, you know, guys yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sterling Shepard. Right. Um, but, no, Antonio Freeman. So, hmm. um, it's just Dan Patrick's show is so many nuggets on that thing. Oh, yeah. Like, That's a great show. It's, it is awesome. He's, a, I mean, he like him, Sheffer. I mean, those guys are some of the best. I mean, they, yeah. they really know their craft. I miss Pat. I haven't listened to Pat McAfee all week. This really? Being at work, I mean. Yeah, we got real jobs. Yeah, it sucks. Um, I could probably plug it in when I get off here. I might do that. I'd catch up because, I mean, his Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers gives him exclusive interviews on Tuesdays. Right. And uh, Pat won't defend himself, but I'll defend him on our pod. Uh, those guys that are calling him out, uh, Colin Cowherd, um, who is the other one? Skip Bayless, that Pat's not a real journalist. He'll, he'll tell you, Pat's not a journalist. But you guys are just butthurt because he's not FCC regulated. He's on serious. Athletes can open up. They can talk right. how they want to. And he's an athlete. He's going to get more out of them than you guys right. do. And quite frankly, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, he doesn't. And uh, it's some of the best content out there. He's doing, I think, and this is a big accolade for him, and he probably disagree, but he's doing for sports podcasting and sports shows what Rogan did for regular podcasting. Right. Uh, people hate on Joe Rogan all the time, too, because he gets stories out of people. He only talks to people that he's interested in. Right. He doesn't do anything by anybody else's drown. Why would you, why, if you're trying to do this, why would you reach out to people that are just going to fluff you or give you what... Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's what we do too. We don't care. Uh, I'll tell you exactly how it is. TK flat out told a comedian last night, and they were great last night. Uh, Smokestack, shout out to you guys for actually getting people in there with talent after the week before was yeah, an absolute I heard the bomb. The week before was a bomb. No good. They, I mean, they're they always make an event. Hey, these guys are coming. This this week's was basically an apology. Hey, you never know what you're gonna get on a Tuesday. <laughs> it is free. Give us a shot. And it was good. Um, Service was good, comedy was good, but what we have, we have eight or nine of us that go every week, and we're always the last people to leave the bar. We're just, and usually we're just bullshitting, but the comedians always talk to us, and those guys came up and thanked us, and we talked to them about it, um, and they said, "Oh, you're just, uh, you're just blowing smoke up our ass because we just, act, we're just on stage." And TK pointed at me, and grabbed me by the shoulder, he goes, "Nope, if I know anything about this guy, he'll tell you exactly how you did," um, and I will. It's so stay tuned to the pod for softball season because I'm sure <laughs> Tsunami's going to get cussed out right here at this table. Oh, mid camera. It's coming. I mean, what's going to be cool is the dynamic that we have, especially like on the 10th and 11th. We do have a Warriors team in it. It might look a little bit different than our normal lineup. I mean, it will. Uh, TK is going to be out of town. He'll be at PCB right. doing the Spiders draft. Him Good and Mel. Mook is putting his own team in, uh, right. DNR out of Dwajak. So Chris Yeah, Feezy's going to be playing with him. Um, so we'll, we'll have a, a couple plug-and-play players, I think. Um, we're going to get hot on the recruiting trail. Uh, check your inbox, a couple of you people. Um, it's going to be nasty. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a few ideas in mind. I got a few phone calls to make. Um, Do Amish have phones? Well, we'll we'll get them during the we'll get them during uh, sunlight. Okay. Send them a message in a. They budget. might be working at that time, yeah. but we'll figure it. I out. put something in the barn they're raising. Um, the little barn phone things they have, yeah. where you have to go out and check your messages. I'll just run a can to Napanee. Hey, I'm gonna need you. Circle the wagons. Um, I want to stop with a, a couple cool developments. Um, Speaking of Warriors, uh, for the Wednesday Warriors, we did pick up a sponsor. Uh, so shout out Joe Jeffrey, uh, Acme Services. Appreciate you, Joey. Uh, we'll get your logo up. Uh, we are going to start running those. Um, I just, NCAA was paramount because, I mean, that's the biggest news in 10 years. <laughs> Easily. Um, well, 14, seven years. Seven years, really. But we knew Shoelace Denard Robinson is the last one, and that game is going for $185 a copy. That's crazy. The, the last NCAA and you ended it with a Wolverine on the cover, that's a bitter pill to swallow anyway. Especially because he threw five interceptions with us in one game he's, before he left. Yeah, he's garbage. Um, kick returner playing. He was just a Wildcat quarterback. Right. Um, but anyway, thanks to uh, Joe, like we said. Uh, we haven't done a munchie mashing, and that's because we're saving up. Next Thursday, a week from tomorrow, uh, if you guys want to come out, we're going to be live at Walk a Dog in South Bend. It's on 23. Um, I wish I had uh, uh, their address. Sorry, Josh and Jen. I'll do a better job of advertising, but we'll get some posts out. I know a few of you are going to be there. We are taking on the Walk a Dog Challenge. I found out we have 30 minutes to eat it. If we don't, it's $40. Um, Can I get along? <laughs> the record is four minutes. Oh, disgusting. I'm not going for the record. I'm just going for a finish this time. Uh, it is half a loaf of Italian bread, two foot long hot dog Chicago style, three quarters of a pound of pulled pork covered in chili and cheese, a half pound of fries, a scoop of coleslaw, and an onion ring. We have to eat the coleslaw because I hate it. We got to eat it all. 30 minutes. We got to do it. Um, this is going to knock me out of my diet. <laughs> it's going to knock me out of the diet too. But uh, It's for the people. And you guys will get to see the newly remodeled uh, Walker Dog. They just did some upgrades in there. Jamie and I stopped by there the other night. It looks really good in there. Um, and uh, Sean Jenkins, I don't know, Jinx, if you're going to watch this or not, but congratulations. Sean is the new owner of Teddy Ball Games. Uh, that ownership changed hands this week. So uh, Sean and I go way back. Um, we played cards together, uh, talked sports together, talked a lot of shit together. Um, I think he's going to do great over there. Uh, we're going to have him on the pod yeah. as soon as we get that coordinated. I've just been kind of busy. I was supposed to call him this week. Uh, shout him a text today. Shout out, hey, Caleb Britton, Caleb Brew. I know you were at Teddy Ball Games. He let me know. So getting that offseason work in. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he'll talk about prices and the change and everything when we get him on. We might actually do it from there, uh, which would be nice to yeah, be I'm in the facility. Uh, just kind of give you guys an overview and everything for that. And last thing, uh, I I beat it like a dead drum, but season's coming. If you guys want jerseys, look at it. This is the All Hustle has three different levels. Stupid this is this is the uh, Performance Micro Mesh. Uh, there's a, a mesh, a semi mesh that's the twenty. These are thirty dollars a piece. The Perform the middle mesh is twenty five. I always forget the name of that one. It's twenty five dollars, and then the smooth poly. Uh, if you guys want to go with uh, one of the best jerseys in the game for some of the cheapest, it's they're twenty dollars a piece, guys. 
just wait. We got these Wednesday boys coming out, and they are nasty. And the Garage Squad ones. The Garage Squad ones will be the next Sweet. ones to come in. We'll feature those. Uh, if you guys know who Brett the Hitman Hart is, that's where those came from. They're black and pink, black and neon pink. Putting some sharpshooters on some fools. Um, but we're going to sort through these Legends jerseys. If you have a Legends jersey to pick up, uh, we can figure that out. I think Tsunami's going to take the central time zone people that we still have. Um, I got the local people um, and just get it all going. And then we are, uh, this is, shot. oh, the Lady Warriors jerseys will be ordered soon, too. And those are right. sicko looking. I'm those ordering are, one of those, too, so I can rock yeah, it for the ladies. Probably my favorite. And then once all the teams get their order, I am going to do a Warriors family buy-in. So it'll have the Garage Squad, the Wednesdays, the Sundays, and the Lady Warriors um, that you guys will have a chance to do a buy-in. The funds raised from that will go to help all the teams uh, i'll split it up evenly how many ever jerseys each buys um it'll go into the account for those teams and their tournaments and costs and whatnot you guys know it's expensive we all do buy-ins and if you guys have a buy-in that's going i know sean is having a buy-in yeah. um some of the other local teams just support them rock the colors i mean there's some teams that i don't like and i won't buy their jersey but at the end of the day i don't expect them to buy mine either but we're all big family Put them out. I mean, I don't know how many of those red, white, and blue Warriors jerseys I sold last year. Right. They're all over the place. That's why I had to redesign one this year. Right. Um, it's just a great time, and we all we wear jerseys everywhere. So, yeah. um, wearing the winter, yeah. And without the hoodie, is what I wear in the summer. Yeah. With so, sweatpants. Um, hit me up. I can get get you guys set up with a designer, but you don't want to wait because I know the next few months are going to get crazy. Everybody's going to be last minute ramping up. You don't want your jerseys to not be on time and that's no fault of the companies they're just going to get swamped and that's not just all hustle that's all of them yeah um because people are going to get loaded up for tournament season league season's coming so get them in get fitted get your teams ready and be ready to take the field that's be it. that's all i got yeah same all right appreciate you guys as always tune in uh we're gonna i am gonna have a little party out here sunday so we might have some content out here for the Super Bowl, um, I don't know how much because the NFL, if they will strike us for something on TV, it will probably be the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Um, but we'll be out here, though. We'll definitely be out In here. The garage. We might have another pouch by then. I just got word today. So, um, but yeah, hit us up Sunday, and then we'll do another pod. And then Thursday's the big one. If you guys want to see us live in lo- on location, Walker Dogs where it's at. Walker Dogs. All right. Jelly. Out.